time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 22, your first sale. So we've been talking about sales for weeks now, and we could go on for many, many more weeks talking about exactly how you organize your sales effort and sales team and whatnot. But let's just wrap up this topic in this last week talking about something that's really hard and really stressful, which is making your first sale. And for a really hard example, let's step back a hundred and something years and talk about how on earth they sold the first telephone. It's 18-something. It's the 19th century. You're Alexander Graham Bell. You have invented this new thing called a telephone that's better than a telegraph, right, in every single way. But it's only better than a telegraph when there are a whole lot of phones out there, right? So one telephone has very little value. Two telephones has a little bit of value. I can call the other phone. Right? Three telephones has a little bit more value and so on. When we get to 100 telephones, well, probably if it's all in one city and assuming like the rich people are buying the telephones, well, the rich people probably know the other rich people. And so they probably know someone who already has a telephone. And so that for the 101st person who buys in, there's actually some value there that can call 100 other people. Now, when you get to a 1,000 people, right, maybe we're now in the middle class, and you probably actually know a bunch of people who have telephones, and you get to 10,000 and 100,000 telephones all in one city, well, that becomes easier and easier to sell because there's there's probably a lot of people you know. And, and by the time you get to 90, 95% of all homes and all businesses having phones, well, then it's a totally different story. A lot of businesses that I come across either through my accelerator or school or, or just out in the real world they have the same basic structure, which is they have an idea that at scale works great. But how do you get to scale? Okay, so again, let's go back to the first telephone. How on earth did Bell sell the first telephone? Well, the answer is he didn't. He sold the first two telephones. Well, in fact, it's a little more complicated than that because it turns out that Bell didn't sell any telephones. Bell sold the idea and the system of selling telephones to other companies who could then set up telephone networks. So Bell's first sale was to a company in, I think it was New Haven, Connecticut, that wanted to then sell telephones. But that really doesn't answer the question because that's just punting the problem down one more, one more organization. So how did New England Telephone sell the first telephone? And the answer is they didn't. They sold the first two. They found the owner of a factory who was rich enough to put a telephone in, the, in his house and a telephone in the factory, and now they had a sale. Now it was useful. And then they found a few more people like that, and eventually they got to the point where some of these people knew other people. Maybe one of those factories sold to another factory, or, or maybe one of the next customers wanted to buy stuff from, the, from one of those factories. And then the sales started to pile in. Then what happened was that the network effect took place. And this is a topic that came up weeks and weeks and weeks ago when we talked about uh, sustainable competitive advantage. So the network effect is the effect where the more customers there are, the more value the product or the service has to those customers. And it's not just telephones. We've seen this most recently with social networks. So when MySpace came out, it was nice, but it wasn't this giant hit because not everybody had a MySpace account. And then Facebook came along, and what Facebook did differently was that Facebook started in one specific school, and then two, and then 10, and then 100. So the odds of someone joining Facebook, knowing someone who was already on Facebook, was really high. 
And so they built a network effect that was really, really quick. Some of the other network effects are hiding in there. They're a little more subtle, like Amazon. So Amazon is not just a retailer of everything. They're actually a a platform that other retailers can use to sell to people who come to Amazon's website. And Amazon is empowering those companies by running their warehousing for them. So Amazon's really this giant system where customers want to go because you can buy everything. And more and more, you got options on who you want to buy it from, and they compete against each other on on price, a little bit on service, a little bit on shipping, and so forth. And and it builds upon itself to the point where it's now at full scale. Pretty much anything I can think of, I can buy in Amazon, and it can be in my house tomorrow or the next day, depending on how much I want to pay for shipping. That, again, is the network effect. That said, most products don't have a network effect. Right? The product or the service itself doesn't have this effect where the more customers that buy in, the more value it has to the customers, except that sales in general has a network effect. So this is why the first sale is so hard, because when you're out talking to a potential customer, you can't point to 10 other customers and say, look, it's already useful. Here are my customers that use it. But you can on the 11th customer. So as you go out and land and close these customers, One of the things you want to do when you're an early company is ask them for the right to put their their company name or anything about them on a list of customers. Because then as you go out and make more and more sales, your list of customers gets longer and longer, your public list of customers. And ideally, this is customers with logos, right? Your page of logos gets longer and longer. And the next customer and the next customer and the next customer eventually see that. It's in your marketing material. It's on your website. And they get more comfortable that this is a good solution. So really, every company out there has something of a network effect, if only in the sales process. Again, let's go back. How do you make that very first sale? Well, for the very, very, very first sale, that first customer that that writes you a check, sometimes they don't write you the check. So sometimes the answer is you give it to them for free in exchange for them giving you feedback. That used to be called a beta customer back in the software days. These days, we would just call that a customer. Sometimes it would just be a discount. If you're willing to take this product and give me some feedback right now, I will give you half off the list price. And you know what? Nobody knows what the list price is. You just make it up because no one's paid it yet. So half off, that sounds great. 75% off, 80% off, 90% off, it doesn't matter. If you have someone using your product or service and they're, they're willing to publicly say their, their experience, but you publicly give you a quote about how, how much they like this product, that's worth a lot of money because that'll get you to the second customer and the third and the fourth and the fifth. And depending on how good their brand is. Right? So if, if you're talking to a one of the Fortune 500 companies, you know you don't need to even charge them a dollar, right? You just want them to be on your list of customers in exchange for a quote, and that will get you more customers usually. Right. If your product is good, right? If that quote is good. Right? And if you if you have the product out there and it's not quite ready, you may not want to ask them to be a customer. You may ask them to just try it out and tell you if they like it and you know, a few more tricks. You might want to just give it to them for a month or three months or six months or or whatnot if you can. If it if it's a physical product, you can ask for it back. If it's an online service or a service in some some other form, you can say, Hey, I, I will do this service for you for the next, you know, three, four, six, twelve months for free or for a discount. And then you got to buy after that if you like it. Do whatever it takes to get that first customer because that first customer will then help you land the second customer and the 
first two will help you land the third, and the first three will help you land the fifth, and so on and so on and so on until you're no longer in this mode of discounting to everyone to try and twist our arm to just try it out. And if nothing else, just be glad that you're not trying to sell the very first telephone or anything like that, because then that gets much, much harder. And so that's enough for sales for now. Next week, we'll, we'll talk about something different. Until then. <laughs>